dirtbag. <laughs> Why is that not our opening? Hey, Mr. Dirtbag. <laughs> I don't know. It should be. Eric Who is Mr. Dirtbag? Can... I don't know. Mr. Dirtbag is our um, mascot yeah. that we need to create. Oh, I can't wait. I'll draw that shit. Please do. Oh, my God. You, we need a, he needs to have a chain hanging he's, off his pants. He needs to have a chain that attaches to a wallet. Of course. And he might have a spiked jewelry of some sort, but we don't know. Maybe a hemp necklace? Definitely a hemp necklace. Okay, and a skateboard. Maybe some lightly um, under-eye-lined eyes. Okay, so it kind of looks natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely a nose ring or some sort of ring, lip mm-hmm. ring, nose ring, eye, eye ring. <laughs> Eyebrow ring. Yeah. Manicured nails, but into sharp Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's <laughs> too goth. That go, too, go too far. <laughs> All right. Um, Welcome to Teenage Dirtbags, a podcast where we rate and review teenage movies and compare them to our loser lives. I'm Maddie. Our loser teenage lives. Our, our, well, I mean, I... And sometimes just our lives. Just our <laughs> current loser lives. I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. And... Once again, I'm starting an episode saying we haven't seen each other in a couple of days, <laughs> yeah. and we like that's just the way our lives are these that's days. Where, the, that's the way our lives are, and I find that we have a couple of days apart right before we record an episode just us two without a guest. Mm-hmm. And every time, because I get home from work, and at some point over my workday, you have come home from Peterborough, right? And we don't catch up at all. And then we're yeah. like, we'll save it for recording right. because we want to be authentic. We're nothing if not authentic. It's funny because like from from like December to April, neither of us were really working. We spent every waking moment together. Really? Yeah. And now did. since April-ish, it's hard to find the time. We we spent so much time together between December, like you said, December, maybe even, no, I guess I was working in November. So yeah, December to April. And then not seeing each other as much. I mean, we still see each other pretty much every day if you're here. But it's weird. Because we spent a lot of like time together. Like every day. Every but we also didn't moment. have dogs at that time, too. That's true. So our relationship has been strained by <laughs> pets and work, which seems yeah. like a pretty natural... Um, That's a pretty... Those are two positive strains. They're positive strains, but they're also pretty classic for relationships. Yeah. Um, the next thing that we need to do is... Have a baby and then yeah, we'll or an really, illness, or an illness, or a terminal and, illness, and we'll be tested. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Knock on what I do not hope. I do Knock not wish, on gosh darn wood. I do not wish any illness upon you or myself or anyone in our lives. Have you ever wished illness upon me? <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. That's good. Of course not. Okay, what do you have to preface? I there? have two prefaces. You're thirty officially. I'm officially fucking thirty. So I am a I'm a thirty year old dirtbag right now. Yeah, you are. Can you tell our audience um, what we're doing the day after this episode comes out for your 30th? Oh, my God. Right. I was like, tomorrow's Tuesday. We're recording this couple days early. Okay. So tomorrow, when this comes out, tomorrow for everybody, uh, Carly and I will be going on a little bit of a road trip. And we're going to be driving to Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Detroit, Michigan, to go see one of our favorite, favorite, favorite podcasts ever, ever, ever. Armchair experts are doing a live show in Detroit, and that is Dak Shepard and Monica Padman and Wobby Wob. I have no <laughs> idea what Rob's last name is. No, me neither. Um, and I'm really fucking pumped. And Car- so Carly and Mike got that for me for my birthday. Yes. They're sweet boyfriends to me. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited. And obviously, as normal, we will be posting all about it on our Instagram stories. So if you want to follow us at Teenage Dirtbags Podcast with a Z, you will be watching us in our second road trip together. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be sweet. Mm-hmm. So that's preface number one. Um, my last thing is a story. For oh. you, for everybody, um, it's a very special story. So this past weekend was my birthday, my 30th birthday, mm-hmm. and I had a party at my house. And Carly was not there, so I wanted to tell you the story that mm-hmm. happened that was one of my favorite things ever. Okay. So we're we're sitting, you know, it's the middle of the, it's not the middle of the night. I don't know. It's 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Maybe even midnight. And I'm in our sunroom, which is the back of the house. And somebody's like, Maddie, Maddie, from the front. And I, I look over and they're like, did you order pizza? I'm like, no. Like, we had a bunch of food. It wasn't like dinner, but there was a lot of food and yeah. meatballs and snacks and little appetizers. And I'm like, no, I didn't order pizza. And then I was like, oh, my God, did Mike order pizza? Like, that's so weird. But okay. So I'm like, Mike, did you order pizza? He's like, no. And I'm like, what? Why is there pizza? 
So I'm like, Mike, can you go deal with this, please? So he goes to the front door and this man starts handing him large pizzas, like large pizzas. And Mike's like, we didn't order these. And the guy's like, no, no, I know. And Mike's like, is this for the Raptors win? Which preface number four, the Raptors motherfucking won the damn playoffs. Yeah. They are the championships 2019. And we are very, very excited. So Mike's thinking, is this for the Raptors win? Like, is everyone in the city? Like, he just really was really (laughs) confused. Pizza places were giving out pizza. We honestly didn't know. We really were very confused. (laughs) Anyway. And then Mike goes, oh, my God, Maddie, look at this. And he shows me the receipt. And it says, happy birthday, love Uncle Rob. So my uncle in California sent, he knew we were having a party and he sent pizzas. That's so amazing. Which I was like, what a good idea. Yeah. Like, what a good idea. Instead of like sending flowers, he sends pizzas. That's exactly right. And like, he knew we had people over and who doesn't want pizza when they're drinking? No one. It was so, and it was such a thoughtful thing. Like, it was just so thought. Anyway, it made me so happy. It was honestly the best part of my birthday That's at so this good. point really it was it made me and it's just pizza like it's yeah. not that exciting but it made me so happy because i miss my uncle a lot and yeah. he's really cool uh, anyway, that's my story. That's a good story. It was really cool. That's really nice. When I worked at Domino's, people used to like call in and be like, can you like do something special because it's my friend's birthday? And we would like get permanent marker and like draw th- things on the box and stuff to like be like, happy birthday, that's Johnny. Cute. And anyways, and so. the permanent marker soaked into the pizza. And the poison <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they all died. <laughs> but we had good intentions. <laughs> oh, um, I wanted to ask you, so... We've been doing this for like almost six months now. And I just wanted to see like how you feel about that. It's been six months, hasn't it? Well, almost. I think July 3rd, it'll be six months. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm having a good time. That's good. We have almost 2,000 followers on Instagram. It's good. Which I realize that's not like a lot of people might be like, well, it's not that much. But... You know what? You can go fuck yourself because it makes a great amount. I feel so proud about it. And I think we're really fucking great. And I like the we've had some incredible guests. And we have like some pretty solid loyal followers. We have some really cool followers. But the thing that makes me the most happy, quite honestly, I love the followers. I love the guests. I love the support we're receiving. Carcella was amazing. Everything. I'm having such a great time. But quite honestly, my favorite episodes are you and me. Yeah. <laughs> because like we said, we don't get to see each other as often. It's so we true. get to finally do a fucking catch up. I know. And like, I don't think our, our listeners agree based on That's the numbers. Okay. But it's not about I, them. I actually really do enjoy when it's just the two of us too. Because when there's a guest on i feel like i listen to it and i'm like trying so hard to like impress them and like i'm not I know, yeah. i'm not being myself in the ones where we have guests so it's nice when i can just let my freak flag fly well, the thing for me about having a guest versus us which is not necessarily a bad thing at all but we don't talk as much about the movie right and i've heard that from people as well which is very true we talk a yeah. lot about because we're, we're talking about the person's experience and our experiences right. but it when it's just you and i we get really into the nitty-gritty of the movie right. and we get into really funny points that i think right. make me laugh Which, a that's lot. a good segue actually into we might switch our um structure a bit in that when we have guests we interview we might just interview them about their teenage lives and and not make them review a movie right um well, we think that might be that be, might be more efficient, and it also might make them a little bit happier to not have to do homework. Right. I don't know. It might make more sense. Anyways, we'll, that's, we'll experiment. That's something we'll I think that we'll probably do in the future. Yeah, we'll experiment, and and we'll go from there, and we can um we can see how that works. This is, by the way, hi, welcome to our meeting that Carly and I are just having a podcast while we're recording. Ten minute meeting. <laughs> I'll probably anyway. get rid of this, but anyway, no, it's fine. So, do you have anything to preface? Well, the, I just like, wanted to say, was? like, we've been doing this for six months. Yes, it's been right. fun. I think it's a lot more work than we realized. Yeah. But we're having fun and I'm excited to see, you know, like I'm excited about the movies we're going to be doing this summer. And yeah, it's been a good time. It's nice to be able to have a reason to catch up. Yeah. And to sit like just kind of chat. Like, well, I mean, exactly that to catch up, but sit and chat about what we love, which is movies. And another thing we love, which is making fun of ourselves. And the thing we love is teen queens. Yes. And heartthrobs. Mm hmm. So it's, it, you know, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Do you want to get into this film? Let's get into this film. I want to start really quickly by pointing out, I want to show Carly how long my notes are. Wow. I realize it's not that long, 
but it's a page. That's pretty and good. And for me, we all know I make, I usually do like one or two lines. So That's pretty good. This is pretty good. I think you should be proud of me. I'm so very, very proud. That will segue into what movie is it this week? It is Now and Then. 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 <laughs> Were you trying to get me to sing along? I, I was motioning for Maddie to, yeah, to join me, and to, she though. did not. I was really enjoying that. Yeah. Carly, do your facts, girl. I'll do my facts. Directed by Leslie Linka Gladder. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great start. Leslie Linka Gladder. Written by Marlene King. And it's starring Christina Ritchie, Thora Birch, Gabby Hoffman, and Ashley Aston Moore. It premiered October 20th, 1995. And the rating is PG. I think it should be PG-13, personally. Oh, a hundred percent. It should be 14A. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Like, it's it's not PG. I know. I, I'm not... Okay, so I have to say, I don't know if IMDb is always right about the ratings. Because that doesn't seem right. Oh, let's see if it says it on the, po- on the package. I have the DVD right here. Where does it normally say it? It usually says it down at the bottom. PG of the- rating. What in the heck? PG. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So the sticker on it says Canadian home video PG, but on the DVD, it says PG 13. So the sticker says PG, but the actual. The sticker that says Canadian, like it was sold in oh. a Canadian thing. So it says PG and then it says PG 13. It says rated PG 13 for adolescent sex discussions, which <laughs> is accurate. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so I guess Canada's more lenient. Well, I don't think Canada has... Like, I think we just have, like, PG and, like... Oh, really? R. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's... that's I'm something. pulling that out of my ass. I have no idea. The logline is, four 12-year-old girls grow up together during an eventful small-town summer in 1970. <sighs> Did I say so that more sense. in a clear way? I felt like I was slurring my words. No, I think it was clear. And if somebody okay. doesn't know, then they have a problem. I also have a fact that's very upsetting. Oh, great. Do you want to hear it? Mm, yep. Okay, so there's a character in the movie. Her name is Chrissy. Mm-hmm. She's a bit chubby. Mm-hmm. So she had to gain 20 pounds for the role. That's my fact number one. Okay. Fact number two is that she died at the age of 26 what? from pneumonia and bronchitis. <sighs> she died in 2007. That's so upsetting. And she was 26. It's not so because I was like, oh, I don't like I know what the other girls are up to, but I was like, I don't know what that girl's up to. And then I look her up and I was like, oh, my gosh. That's so funny you say that. I mean, it's not funny, but that's so funny you say that because literally I thought that's exact same thing. I thought, what are you doing? Oh, that's so horrible. I know. I was oh, actually well, shocked. I mean, that's I'm quite upset now. <laughs> that's really so maybe upsetting. I should have saved it for more of like the middle of the episode. That's really horrible. That makes me really sad. I know. I'm so sorry, Ashley. Ashley Aston Moore. That's a hard name to say. Rest in peace, Ashley Aston Moore. Let's go into this. I think everyone did a fucking great job in this movie. Absolutely they Have did. You, had you seen it before? Okay. Uh, yes. I'll start it off here. Okay. About where I first saw this movie. Mm-hmm. I was having a sleepover with my friend Kelly. We are yet to hear my, about my friend Kelly. Um, but she had... We had a sleepover at her grandma's house with her older sister, and her older sister had a friend as well, and we rented a film from Video 99 in the same plaza that we took pictures for our logo. Our teenage dirtbags logo. Correct. And it's a very memorable experience for me because... I just wasn't overly... I remember feeling a little bit uncomfortable in her grandma's house just because it was a new place. <laughs> and I'd never been there before. And then the the tone of the movie scared me. Yeah. yeah. I think I was probably seven or so when I watched Holy this. Crikey. And I remember I, I felt scared throughout most of the film. Yeah. It's a very intense movie. Yes. It's... Uh, for me, I have seen this 400 times. And it's another movie which reminds me of my friend... Kirsty. Oh, Kirsty. I know. I'm going to say this about every episode. Kirsty and Halifax. <laughs> that's right. Kirsty and Halifax. And she, so this is a movie, I have no idea if she made me watch it first or my cousin Jenny. I don't know. But I've seen it a bunch of times and it was one of those things that I almost hesitated to watch. I own it on DVD, but I almost hesitated to watch it because it was so intense. And mm-hmm. there were so many things that made me incredibly uncomfortable about mm-hmm. it. And I've written them all down. I good. like it. That being said, I like it. It's a yeah. good movie. It's a great coming of age movie. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot 
a lot, a lot that makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I've seen it a thousand times though. Um, But can I just, can we just talk about this poster or maybe not this poster, but the DVD cover really quickly? Yeah. It's, I think it's a perfect, like that's a really good representation of this. Do you think? Yeah. I really like it. Although if you were to look at that, you would think, oh, this is going to be a great movie about mothers and daughters. Because you That's don't realize true. that they're the adult versions of themselves. Rosie O'Donnell was 100% photoshopped into this. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the same picture of her like in the Flintstones. They just like <laughs> use the same one. I swear to God, I never noticed that we're in literally, she is so photoshopped in. <laughs> and her head is also twice the size of Rita, Rita Wilson. <laughs> okay, well, we can actually get into this now then. Okay. I think the adult, the adult, the adult <laughs> versions of everyone are spot on except Me for effing rosie o'donnell oh, I disagree with are you. you insane that she would be an older version of christina ritchie are you oh insane? i see you mean like looks wise okay um, let's yes. go through this one by one so really quickly we obviously like i we like we kind of do we're not going to go too much into it but basically there's four main girls and the movie shows them as 12 year olds apparently which let's just talk about how that's the most inaccurate thing, i know but they let's should, calm down it should say 14 they anyway. should be at least 14 maybe yeah. even 15 but anyway um i was not like this at 12 but anyway no. i didn't look like any of these people and then uh 20 years later or whatever it's them as adults very very a-list famous people playing the adult version of them yes not current a-list right <laughs> 90s a-list well, rosie o'donnell no, maybe. I mean, I fucking love me some Rosie, but I'm just saying she's not a current A-lister. No, she uh, is not um, an A-lister. <laughs> but at the time she was. Anyway, and it's them uh, having reunited because they made a pact when they were younger that whenever one of them is in need, they're all going to collect. Right, which is just like, that's what friends do. <laughs> it's not like a pact. Right, but at the same time, this I thought this was a little weird. So they are getting together because Chrissy who pl- is played older Chrissy is played by Rita Wilson. She is pregnant and about to give birth. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call that a crisis. No. <laughs> <laughs> like where's your husband? Like, well, he's, that's the thing is if it was like, he's left her and she's single and she doesn't know what she, he's there. They don't. And he's just like at work. He's just at work. Like he's there and he's there for the birth and everything. And I know I didn't get that either. Cause it, she's like, we only get together when we, when there's like a crisis. When there's something has happened. Which sounds like if someone murdered another person and we have to help bury the body. Yeah. But it, it's, I'm not saying pregnancy and birth giving is not a big thing. Of course it is. But like, you have to understand these characters, one of them is famous now. Right. Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith, who, um, well, she plays, it's played by Melanie Griffith. What is the girl's name? Thora Birch. No, right? no, 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 no. Yes. But. um. Oh, uh, I have them written down here because I knew we'd forget. Is yeah. it Teeny? Teeny. Yeah. So Teeny is now famous, famous, famous. Yeah. Uh, Demi Moore, who is say, plays Sam, yeah, you is a uh, like dark writer. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell, who plays Robert, Roberta, no. yeah, Roberta, Roberta, yeah, yeah, has to be a lesbian, but she isn't. I know. I was like, pardon me. Like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> 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 they were like, oh, she lives with her boyfriend. I was like, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> is her name <laughs> Linda? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Look, I, I cannot tell you how much I used to adore Rosie O'Donnell. I used to watch the Rosie O'Donnell show every day, twice a day. You don't understand. Rosie O'Donnell was my idol Pardon? growing up. I fucking what? loved her so much. So there, okay. there is no harsh. I have zero bad thoughts toward her. However, she's 100% the most butch lesbian in the world in this movie. In this movie, yes. 100%. In this movie. And they keep being like... Like they, it, but this is the thing is they like clearly one scene they're like you know what she's a little bit too butch let's put her in a, a floral skirt. Oh really? And it, yeah, I noticed and I went she looks fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> like she, it looks like they, they're like we've got to make her look girly and they put her in this floral skirt but she looks like a Mormon. It's, oh no, it's insane. That's what anyway. I'm saying. It, it makes no sense why they sh- they would hire. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell. But First of all, Rosie she's an A-lister at the time, so I have to back that up. <sighs> okay, I don't but... think they look anything alike. There's, if I'm looking at this poster, they have similar eyebrow shape. Okay, but yes, I agree. They don't look anything alike. However, she does nail the. It um, should have been Sandra Bullock. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess would she have been the appropriate age for this? I don't know. Yeah, she's she's got to be around the same age as Demi. But and she Melanie. also isn't. Sandra Bullock wasn't anyone in 1995, was she? Sure she was. Beep. 
while you were sleeping. Oh, okay, that's in that sense, I also don't agree with Rita Wilson and Ashley uh, Astamore. I understand that because she's like the chubbier girl. I'm doing air quotes when she's younger. And I understand that things change. But like they don't even have the same face shape and their eyebrows certainly are not the same. I, d- I didn't realize that eyebrows were such a significant part of oh, matching. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Your eyebrows change your face. I also have to tell you something really quickly. You could, you might need to take this part out. Mm-hmm. I'm warning you. Mm-hmm. So on the back, um, it says like, take a spirited ride down memory lane with, and it names all the people in this and what they're known for. Okay. Christina Ricci, Sleepy Hollow, Thor Birch, American Beauty, Gabby Hoffman, 200 Cigarettes, Ashley Ashton Moore, The Grave. Oh, no. <laughs> That's rough. It's not funny. It's so horrible that that's the one the fuck they fucking chose when she <laughs> dies. Do you think that's a movie or do you think they're like, she's in the grave? <laughs> You're taking this out. No, I'm not. Oh, my God. Death can be funny. I mean, I, I guess I do have I to don't put think a bit of dying like, at 26 is funny, but I mean, everything in life needs to have some humor to it. Although yeah, I agree. it's strange that that says American Beauty for what's her face. Because like, I don't know. Like, she's so much older in American Beauty. That DVD that. must have came out oh, way later because on the VHS it would not have sent American Beauty because she would not have even been in American Beauty for years to come. Copy. Do you know I, what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying. Anyways. Okay. Let's move on. Speaking of that girl though, Thora Birch. Did you ever right. watch Monkey Business? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love the treehouse in this movie. Fucking fantastic. It was my dream to have a treehouse. And Same. my father, he... I mean, I'm an only child, so okay, maybe I'm a little bit spoiled. But I wanted a treehouse so bad. Me too. And he didn't. He we didn't really have the um, trees for it. Like mm-hmm. quite literally, we did not have the ability. But in our second house, we moved a lot. And in our second house, or third house, I mean, we um, he uh, nailed in planks. Like a what am I trying to say? Like a ladder planks okay. of wood so that i could climb the tree easily oh okay. so it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. sort of a, it wasn't a tree house but it allowed me to climb the tree climb the tree and hang out in the tree right. and it was <laughs> so there's no house i mean no okay <laughs> so basically you were just playing in a tree <laughs> yeah but he enabled me to do right that's great that. that's great and then he cut out um in one of our houses he cut out under the stairs like there was stairs that was like there was no like it was part of the wall. Like there was no like floating stairs or anything. Yeah. And he cut out in the wall and made a cubby inside so I could go in and read books. It was like covered in pillows and lights and stuff. Ooh. And it was a little like secret room because it was like there That's was a fake cool. door and everything. It was really cute. That's cool. My friend Jordan, he had a cottage um, and his dad built him the most epic tree house. Kind of <sighs> like the one in this movie. Really? Had like a, a wraparound porch and stuff. We would have sleepovers in it. That's cool. It was cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it was pretty unbelievable. Jordan was the kind of person that had cool stuff. Like, he had, like, the Jeep that you could actually sit in and drive around the property. I've never been in one of those, and I used to want to so bad when I was younger, and I was never allowed to have one. I I begged. I know. Who who didn't beg their parent for one of those things? I wanted one of those so bad. Jordan had all the cool stuff. Fuck you, man. I know, Jordan. Let's get Um, into the movie. Okay, what's your first note into this movie? My first note is Red Rover was banned at our school. I wrote Red Rover banned <laughs> on my sheet. That's amazing. Yeah. We had everything banned in my elementary school, oh, though, to same. be fair. Po- po- I was going to say Pocahontas. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon cards. Because there was a huge fight over the Same, of course. Crazy Bones. Did you have Crazy oh, Bones? Oh, did I ever. Crazy Bones them. got banned. Tag got banned at one point. S- snowballs. Snowballs, <laughs> fuck Red Rover. Red Rover. We had a game called Alligator. Did you play Alligator? I don't know. It was on the play. It was just tag on the playground, uh-huh. but the person who was it could not go on the playground. Right. And they could only run on the ground, and the people who were not it could not touch the ground. We called that grounder. Oh, I think people called it that too. Yeah. I don't know why we called it Alligator. Yeah, that's that. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, I think it's like the rocks are like the ocean. And you're in the ocean as the alligator, and then the people... Yeah, but why not shark? I mean, I think that some people did call it shark. I've never heard them. What about okay. crocodile? Well, I don't know. Is that an Amazonian? I thing? think they I think they call it crocodile in, like, the Midwest. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so 
Red Rover, I was sort of happy that it got banned because I found it to be a painful experience. I, I didn't. I found it not like. Did you mean painfully, like physically? Yes, when someone would run into my arms, yeah. I found it painful. When I ran into someone else's arms, I found yeah. it painful. I found it painful um, to be chosen because I was like, "Oh, do you think I'm like not? I'm not strong enough to break." Oh, you found it emotionally painful. <laughs> and then so I I didn't want to be chosen. But then if I wasn't chosen, I took it personally. Yeah. So that's a lose-lose. Yeah. And also, <laughs> it just stressed me out, quite honestly, because if someone else is chosen and they come running at me, now I have to be strong. And if they're running at me, that means they think I'm weak. Yeah. Oh, it was just a stressful thing altogether. Right. My anxiety peaked in grade six, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I was happy when someone did not run into my arms because yeah. I thought it was painful. <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of things that I just wanted to say, like, that I just love about their, um, their generation, which I think we could relate to, even though this is in the seventies, we can still relate to it in the nineties. Like they rode their bike everywhere, which I mm. love. Like me and Allie rode our bikes everywhere. We rode our scooters. We had, we like yeah. begged for scooters. Yeah. I had a scooter at one yeah. point. And we would ride them all over the place. Yeah. And like, they which were... really aren't much faster than just walking, but. But they're just so fun. Yeah. And then they were reading Cosmo at one point. Yes. And then there was like a part that I loved when I loved when I was little and I love now when they like wake up and they do like the string and the bell mm-hmm. and the flashlight and the walkie talkie thing where yeah. they try to wake each other up. I always loved that stuff. I remember someone, I, whether it was Ginny's parents or my parents, one of the parents gave us walkie talkies yeah. for Christmas or something. And we lived close-ish. Mm-hmm. but not anywhere near within range right <laughs> but it was pretty like down the street like yeah. quite literally down the street and i was like oh my god we can talk all the time but of course jenny yeah she would be like hi and we'd say hi and then we didn't really have much to say much to say <laughs> and also half the time we don't war it was just it was pointless it's but. just fun it just feels like you have it like a secret world which yes. is fun mm-hmm. me and ally live pretty close and we tried to walkie talkie but even though we lived close it was still out of range you had to be like you be beside it, yeah. It's 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 not convenient. You know what? I have a memory that just popped into my head of being at my cousin's cottage, and my cousin, my male cousin, and my brother were talking through walkie-talkies at night, and I just so happened to be playing with a radio, and I captured oh their my God. signal through the radio, and I listened to their convo, and it was about girls. Ew, gross girls. Isn't that so funny? That's insane. That's like everyone's a dream to like yeah. accidentally. Yeah have a radio and listen in on a conversation a private one as well like if they just been like hey hey what's the movies on but they're talking something secret what a dream that's amazing yeah can i ask a question Mm -hmm. um when they're older so when they like first establish they're like reuniting for the first time how Mm -hmm. old are they supposed to be i would say they're supposed to be in their 30s like late 30s i would early 30s i want to say they're supposed to be like 33. Okay. I figure about the same. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. So they all show up to see Rita Wilson, Chrissy. Yeah. Because she's about to give birth, like, mm-hmm. in 20 minutes or something. Yeah. And they all act... So first of all, Rosie O'Donnell acts, acts like she's 45. Yes. Because she's a very maternal. She's taking care of Chrissy as she's pregnant. And she's, like, bringing her pop or whatever it is that she wants and make sure she has water and that stuff fine the other two act like they've never ever at 35 or 33 or whatever even known someone who may be pregnant at some point right they're literally like how babies like i don't understand how you're pregnant like it doesn't make any sense like it's still shocking to me when a friend is pregnant <laughs> yeah but not like in an unbelievable way but they act like what I know. happened? <laughs> I like, know. they're so confused. And they're like, like, we're too young for you to be pregnant. I'm like, you guys all look like you should be 45. Right. But we think because of storyline, maybe you're 30-something. But still. Oh, like the, the, the clothing of that time, honestly, they, they look so old. Yeah. Well, Melanie Griffith, so uh, Teeny, is now a famous person. And she comes hopping out of a limo, a white stretch limo, which, oh my God, is insane I'm, yeah and she's wearing like this eeny teeny tiny little dress skirt yeah, thing mini skirt. um but she, and she looks fantastic she also looks 40 yeah which is fine <laughs> yeah. she can be 40 but it just nothing lines up i was very confused yeah on the timeline here i mean maybe they were 40 but then it's like fine but then why have you never seen a baby before yeah. <laughs> i know 
I know, Why don't you odd. know one person that's pregnant? If you're famous, you have a lot of people surrounding you. At some point, your publicist or your assistant or your designer or your I know. fucking something was I know. pregnant. A person on the street. Strange. It's very weird. Anyway, that was the thing I, I know, had a and big like, If with. they were like in their 40s, like that girl, Chrissy, would have had like five kids by then. It's shocking that she didn't have a baby at 20. I know. Like she... And I'm not saying that in a negative way, like, but this, she's, uh, she was a very, she nailed, she fucking nailed that character. Both of them. Yeah. Both Chrissy's nailed that character of like a very, very sheltered. And that's, they nailed it really, really. But yeah. you're, I, I agree with you. It should have been much earlier. Especially since, isn't her husband the nerd that like she went to freaking great six with oh really i thought so i don't know he definitely seemed nerdy when he came into the hospital because he flirts with the nerd flirts with her Mm. um at some point when they're 12 and then it's like some she's like gross get away and then they i thought they made like a a, um they implied that it was him in which case why the fuck i mean okay i'm not judging maybe she was infertile i don't know is that what's the word but barren barren (laughs) god that's not funny but i mean um like I'm not judging their timeline on having babies, but if they met when they were 12 and now they're having children at 35, that's quite a long, a, a, an uncommon wait time period. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe they didn't reconnect until they were 30, even though she lived in the same house this whole time. <laughs> um. Okay, so. With Rosie O'Donnell, who is straight. <laughs> that's my favorite part of 40-year-old virgin. He's like, oh, uh, they're doing the the fast yeah. dating, and then speed he's like, dating, speed dating, <laughs> fast dating, <laughs> and then like Paul Rudd or something is like, oh, is your name Gina? She says, she just goes, nah, it's Gina. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's a good part. <laughs> oh, and she's like, I'm, I was, I've been experimenting with women for ten years, and now I'm going back to the penis <laughs> or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah, so, good. so good. We should review that movie. We should. It's not teenage at all, but anyway. No. Um, okay, so the first scary part that I found was when she pretends to be dead in the water. Roberta. <sighs> I think that's yeah. so mean. I think that's so terrible. And I love when Chrissy slaps her because I was like, I would do the same. There's a lot of, that's one of the most intense parts. Because, yeah. so they're at this little river pond thing. And um, Roberta dives off of this like huge giant tree branch and they're Mm -hmm. like don't it's too shallow and then she dives anyway and then she pretends to be dead or like floats up to the top she floats up and like is pretending to be dead or like unconscious or whatever and they're all like freaking out because they don't know who should do mouth to mouth and then Chrissy's like I'll do it and then she wakes up and she's like thanks a lot guys and of course Chrissy slaps her in the face because that's fucking horrible. Yeah. Thank God, knock on wood, no one has ever done that to me because I would be so angry. I would be so mad. Yeah. That is so scary for yeah. someone to do that. But there's another scary part that you didn't even mention. Before that? Yeah, Creepy Pete. Right. So they're in the creepy cemetery. Pete. There's a lot, like, let's just talk about all the scary I and guess, intense yeah. parts. Can you just talk about, like, the the general plot of this movie has to do with Dear Johnny. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that. So basically the four girls decide, this is obviously in the flashback scene, they uh, are really into seances and all that mm-hmm. shit, and which is my calling. But anyway. Mm-hmm. It's, so. it's not my calling. <laughs> they decide, this part's not my calling. They decide to do a seance in a cemetery, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone do in their lives. And they're like, let's call Dear Johnny because there's some random grave that's near them and it's some young boy yeah. that they don't know and he died in like the 40s um but his gravestone says dear johnny so everyone i guess in the town calls him dear johnny mm-hmm. and they want to know what happens so like let's call him and they decide then it becomes like their basically their goal in this movie is to figure out how he died um which that alone is intense part number one. Like, that is not a coming-of-age movie. But anyway, it's terrifying. That always made me scared when I was younger. I would never have done that when I was young or now. Not like, in a cemetery. I would have done... I think I definitely played with a Ouija board a couple times. Oh, I've never done it. Um, But uh, I definitely have, like, a ton of times. But they, does it actually do anything? No, not in my experience. Because okay. we always did it. I never did it, like, at fo- fo- in a fucking cemetery. We did it, like, in at lunchtime. Yeah in like a classroom like it was never in like a dangerous yeah i also feel like this dear johnny person like i feel like there would be like rumors about what happened to him yeah but anyway right so they they go we have to figure it out but there's the, the library in town was had a fire so they have to bike all the way across town or to the another city or something yeah so like a large portion of this is them biking 
yeah. across town to this new library or, I love. or reference library or whatever. They it have is. a little radio on the top uh, yeah, in front of singing, their bikes. They're singing, they're singing, uh, singing to the radio. Not three times. Twice on the pipe. And it's, re- it's really cute. Yeah. Um, so that's scary part number one. Scary part number two is Creepy Pete is this old man who's like haunts the town basically. He's like, basically he's like... the same old man from Home Alone. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Yeah. And I just wrote it down. It's so funny because he... <laughs> everyone's like, you can't, like, don't, don't. It's just, he's just a man. Like, everyone calm down. First of all, his nickname's Creepy Pete, but yeah. that's fine. Like, he didn't choose that. But he's not doing himself any fucking favors because he, there are introduction to him is him riding a slow squeaky bike in the middle of the (laughs) night through the cemetery without looking at anyone. He just, he rides about three feet away from them and just continues slowly straight and just going, (laughs) and he doesn't turn. He acts like they're ghosts. And so I'm like, yeah. Yes, yeah. you're fucking creepy. Like, if it was, like, this old man... Like, in Home Alone, he's just a guy who's there, and they're all yeah. creating rumors. Yeah. This guy is fucking creepy. He only comes out at night, and later on, they, they address this, and he's like, I just don't want to be around in the day. I don't like human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I like to ride my creaky bike in the cemetery in the middle of the night. His explanation does not help this case. It's fucking But they're insane. like, oh. Poor crazy Pete. I'm like, pardon? Yeah, no. They're, they're, he's creepy as fuck, and he <laughs> deserves that nickname. I understand we're supposed to feel bad for him, but at no point do I feel bad for well, him. Well, he's a hero at one point, so let's... That's true, fine. But at the beginning, when they're like, Creepy Pete, and you're supposed to feel bad that they're calling this old man Creepy Pete, he literally... Is creep- creepy. He's so fucking creepy. But yeah. anyway, so that's scary part number two. Okay. I wanted to tell a story about when they they spy on the boys who are, um, for some reason, they've decided to go into the creek naked. Yeah. So there's I mean, four boys that are brothers. They call yeah. them like the something brothers. Yeah. And they're the, they're they're one of them is Devin Sawa. Gotta love Devin Sawa. And they're like rivals. The gr- the four girls and the four brothers who are boys. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of sexual tension between them though. Oh my god! As twelve year olds, like what? Anyway, PG-13 for sure. I know. So they're nude. They're nude in the pond, which I guess brothers like to be nude together. I, I guess, know. but they're all like splashing flirtati- flirtatiously to each other. Yeah, and it's like very... four like young boys. <laughs> it's really strange. It's a little weird. Um, so they steal their clothes and run away. But before that, um, <laughs> Chrissy's explained, like Chrissy's talking about um, wanting to see their penises. Peni. Their penis. <laughs> <laughs> And um, <laughs> Teeny, or whatever her name is, says something about a hard-on. And she's like, what's a hard-on? So they're explaining to her what a hard-on is. And How is this PG? I know. How has uh, this ever th- been labeled as PG? I know. And they say the word shitty quite a few times. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm... I don't know. Anyway. Okay, go ahead. And so I, I thought of a story that made me laugh. Oh, is goodness. that So... Uh, Did your I- brothers run naked <laughs> through the river and flirt and splash each other flirtatiously? <laughs> Not that I know of, but <laughs> boys are weird. Um, so at school in like grade three, I remember my friend Chrissy telling me that boys have two penises. Every boy has two penises. And I was like, no, they don't. And then she's like, yes, they do. You don't know anything. And I was like, I know things. And she's like, clearly you don't. Like, boys have two penises. And I was like, what? I was, like, so confused. So I went home that day after school. I pulled my mom aside. Like, I, I literally... Say I pulled my brother's pants down or something. <laughs> no! Oh, God. <laughs> I wouldn't be telling that story. <laughs> Fair enough. You um, pulled your mother aside. Yeah, my mom was a... She, our house was a daycare at the time. So she, there was all these kids in the backyard. I remember pulling her inside and being like, I have a question. And she's like, what? What's wrong? I was, like, upset about it. And then I was like... <laughs> Chrissy says that boys have two penises, but I know that that's not true. <laughs> and then she was like, okay, well, she might be a little confused because pe- um, boys have one penis, but they have two balls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> was explaining to me what balls are. Oh she's like, yeah, God. they have like testicles. There's two of them. That's probably what Christy meant. And I was like, okay. So like the next day I was like, you were talking about balls, not penises. <laughs> What'd she say? She, I don't know. I don't remember. But I just remember <laughs> being like, you're wrong. Anyway, that's the story that came into my head, and I laughed to myself. <laughs> that's a really good story. Yeah, it's not bad, eh? Oh, man, Wendy. Poor Wendy. Um, Poor Wendy. Um, what's your next note? Uh, well, my next note was a list of all the scary things, quite honestly. Okay. So. I uh, wanted to, to mention that Brendan Fraser appears. I, 
literally my next note after the scary things is Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. So uh, really quick, I just want to say the, so uh, scary thing number three, which we kind of um, addressed was Roberta's fake drowning. Fine. Scary thing number four slash five was the, f- not scary, but intense, I suppose, was we find out that Sam's dad has got up and left the family. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that Roberta's mother died. Yeah. And so that's fine. Fu- I mean, should I fine. get in a car accident? So, so we find out that she's find out early on that she died when Roberta was four, I think, or something like that. And when they get to this reference library that they're trying to find the articles about Dear Johnny, they find uh, accidentally, I suppose, they they stumble across an article about Roberta's mother's right. death. And they read it out loud, and it's horrifying. But I forget what it is. For essentially, it's so it says like local teacher dies something something. Essentially, she got hit by a car mm-hmm. and pinned uh, somewhere against a tree or something like that, and then like slowly, slowly died a horrible death. Right. Which of course Roberta gets very upset about because her whole life she was led to believe that she died a very peacefully and right. and a happy ending, I suppose. Which I mean, obviously not happy, but, you know, peacefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she finds out that she had this horrible, traumatic, probably very painful death. And she's, and then now we're, we've crossed that horrible bridge with her. Yeah. And it's so, so upset. So, yeah. so, so upsetting. And then my next one is Brendan Fraser. So go ahead. Yeah, I, I just, I, I thought that that part was very intense. Uh, Christina Ritchie was quite a good actress as a child. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she is now. I haven't seen her in a while. But, like. The way she cries in that scene is just horrible. She's just, she's just really makes you feel sick to your stomach about thinking about your own mom. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. She does a really good... They all do fucking fantastic, honestly. I, yeah. I hope they all got 100 awards for this. Um. Yeah, so Brendan Fraser appears as a soldier. Um, it's a very strange scene. I kind of liked it. Though. I like it, but it's very... I don't really... It doesn't really have a purpose, does well, it? Well, he says something to them that they, like, are... Never like your parents aren't always right, and like don't yeah. let your like life pass you by. I don't know. He just like says wise things for a second, and he hands them all a cigarette, which yeah. was intense thing number fifty for me. The fact that not so much that they were smoking, it was so much what kind of bugged me when I was younger. Not, I mean, I guess it kind of bugs me now. Is that these three? I guess it's the seventies though, so I have to remember that. But these three twelve-year-olds are offered a cigarette from a literal stranger who is an adult man. Yeah. And so both ends of that are weird. The fact that he offered them a cigarette and didn't think anything of it and that they all accepted it, I didn't like. I mean, I like it. It's good for this for this story, but it made me uncomfortable as a kid. Hmm. I was very uncomfortable that a strange man was just offering... First of all, that they were talking to this random strange man in the middle of the road. Yeah. But anyway, and then he happened to be a soldier. So that's intense thing number 56. Did you Have you ever smoked a cigarette? Have I? Yeah. Yes. When? When was your first time? I don't remember the first one, honestly, but I do remember in in second year university, I was really angry at something. I forget what it was. Probably some boy, like, didn't show up to my party and I was upset or something like that. Yeah. And there was a guy, my friend Will was there and he was like this total punk, like shaved head mohawk, blue hair, that kind of shit. Yeah. Covered in tattoos. And uh, I was like, give me a cigarette. And I, like, went and pouted outside and smoked a cigarette. Oh, my gosh. I can so picture that. That was not even as a teenager. That was so second dramatic. year university. I was fucking 19 or 20. Yeah. And I have not changed at all. That's but hilarious. I have not had one. I don't even want to say three. I think three separate times I tried to start one and, like, could not get through it. <laughs> right. Like, I've never had a full one. It's funny. And um, the first time I tried a cigarette was in grade nine, right outside of a video 99. I feel like every memory I have is like somewhere That's near either. Video 99. That's hilarious. What and a then, funny place. And I didn't really do it again until college. There was a friend I had who smoked and every once in a while I'd go outside with her and smoke. I love the idea of smoking. If it was healthy, I would do it all the time. I completely, I completely agree with you. There's something about the inhaling and exhaling that really, I mean, I guess it's just breathing, but there's something about it that the rhythmic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Not cigarettes, though. They're disgusting, but that's why I smoke a lot of weed. So. Yeah. But it's, it's funny. In high school, me and my friends were really into cult cigars. That is so weird. That was like our favorite thing to do is get like raspberry cult cigars from the max milk on the corner and then like go to my friend nikki's house and just smoke cigars because she lived on the lake we would just sit out like a bunch of <laughs> old men smoke cigars That's and amazing. probably drink beer like we were 57 years old right 
That's amazing. And then, yeah, we didn't realize that you weren't supposed to inhale cigars. You're supposed to let mm. it linger in your mouth. So oh, I didn't know that. I mean, we might we might face some uh, some issues in our future. Oh boy, I hope not. Knock anyway, on wood. knock on wood. Um. Okay. So Brendan Fraser, that's like I said, intense part number five hundred. I wanted to quiz you. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, a soldier of his age in 1970. What war did oh, he fight in? Fuck Vietnam. Yeah. Really? Good for you. Oh my god, that was. Do you know what? This is how dumb I am. Until. Even past this part, I was like, something had been said, or I read that this movie took place in 95. Yeah. But dumbo me didn't realize they meant the adult part. Right. So for the first, I mean, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. So for the first, like, literally past this part, I thought they were kids in 95. And I'm like, I even wrote it down. I'm like, why the, why the fuck do they even know who Nancy Sinatra is? Like, <laughs> of course you know, but like, they're like, my mom's dressing as Nancy Sinatra. I'm like, why is that relevant? And then when this war guy, I'm like, what war? Like, how are was, you not seeing like the fashion and like the props? Well, it, even the fact that they're riding their bikes everywhere. I mean, I know that happens in the 90s, but not quite as yeah. much. And like the music, like nothing. I literally, I wrote down, I r- literally wrote, I wrote, what year is this? And then I wrote, I wrote, I wrote this fucking down. I wrote, I know it's 1995. Why does it seem like the 60s? Oh my God. <laughs> you dumb I know. ass. It literally wasn't until like, I'm pretty sure until like Hank Azaria comes in that I was like, oh. <laughs> it's the adult part in 95. <laughs> stupid because then i was like oh wait because then that would make it like 2015 when they're adults oh my god i'm so stupid you make me laugh i know i'm really dumb i love that so much anyway like literally i was like why are they talking about nancy sinatra that is hilarious (laughs) okay i did not realize speaking of i mean this isn't as bad as that but devin sawa whatever his name is um hello he's with christina ritchie he was casper Oh my god! But was ca- this before or after? I think it was after. That's we we gotta look so that we don't like, sound stupid. How did we? How did I not oh realize god. they were in two films together around the same time? Yeah, and they're they're like love interests in both. I was actually like so shocked when I realized Oops. that. Did, well, guess what? I didn't even realize it. Whoa! <laughs> Casper is released in 1995. The same year? It's the same year. Oh my gosh, those two must have been just sick of each other or no best kidding. friends. Well, one or the other. Can't be in between. No. <laughs> you can't just be <laughs> neutral. Or, you know. Let's talk about the next scary part. Yes, please. So this part is what traumatized me the very most. Yes, yeah, of course. I would have Do you 100%. know exactly what, what I'm talking about? Absolutely. So Sam has not told anybody that her parents are divorcing at this point. Right. So Sam confesses to Teeny, her mm-hmm. actual best friend. Mm-hmm. She says, my parents are divorcing. I don't have anyone. Beep, beep, beep. Yes, I know that this person's dad died. Or sorry, pardon me, that Roberta's mom died, but my dad chose to leave. So it's right. really heartbreaking and whatever. Yeah. So Chrissy gives her this bracelet. Or, she, or not Chrissy. Fuck, what's her name? Teeny. Yeah. Teeny like rips her necklace off and makes it into a bracelet. And she's yeah. like, best friends forever. It's extremely meaningful scene. Very nice. Yeah. And Teeny, she does a fucking amazing job. Like she really nailed this as a character and an actress. Like I think it was so well done where, yeah, she's very, um, she's a bit ditzy and she's like the sexual, like girly girl of the group. But when it comes down to this, she's like real, a great friend. Wait, who are you talking about? Teeny, Thora Birch. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so she gives her this bracelet, blah, blah, blah. Then they decide they have to go home and it's pouring fucking rain. Like, torrential downpour yeah and they're riding their bikes because it's the 70s as i later discovered and in the middle of the most convenient spot ever her bracelet falls off and she goes we have to stop thora birch like a mature person is like no no it's fine like it would be really heartbreaking if thora birch was like how dare you lose my bracelet i just fucking gave it to you five seconds ago and you've already lost it but it fell off and she's very interesting she goes let's go it's it's too rainy She's like, no, I have to find it. So anyway, she sees it. It's in this sewer. Yeah. Which if anyone has seen the movie It 
and or at least has seen what the clown looks like in the sewer, it's that kind of sewer. It's not like a normal. Yeah, there's like a little. Um, there's like a foot like slot. Yeah, slot that you could kind of go into. So very small. She goes into it because she's like, I have to get it. Yeah. So she. Uh, so she is. Uh, um, is it Sam or Roberta? So Sam. It's Sam. Is the one that it has the brown hair. Well, so does Roberta. Okay. Well, here's the truth. <laughs> here's the truth about this scene is that. I felt so much anxiety going into it that as soon as the bracelet dropped, I skipped it. I just I just got too scared. Okay, fair enough. This time. This time. Okay. <laughs> so I, I can tell you right now. So so Roberta, uh, not Roberta. Oh, fuck. Excuse me. Sam jumps in. She cu- she climbs into the sewer to get this bracelet because mm-hmm. she knows this is so meaningful. And as she's getting it, she's going, look at this that I'm finding. Look at this. And of course, at that exact moment, real torrential downpour. And it yeah. just... It's not, she's not drowning or anything, but it's making it very difficult for her to get out. Yeah. Because it's just really sweeping her. It's like and a rain. It's slippery. It's like a, uh, a waterfall on her, basically. Really, yeah. And she can't get a grip to get up. And, and it's very scary. And especially as a young whatever we were when we watched this, yeah. that's horrifying. It's so like, scary. When I think of this movie, that is the immediate thought. Oh. Immediate. I think that, yeah, me too. Immediate. I, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, um, and of course, Thora Birch, yeah, Thora Birch, who plays Teeny, is Teeny. She's unable to fucking help her. She's she's freaking out. She's freaking out. But also, no matter how strong she is, you can't really get a grip. Like, it just wouldn't happen. She's trying to get the top, um, the really heavy, the really heavy circular sewer lid. Yeah. She tries, she's trying to open it, but she's too small. She can't right. do it. So lucky for them, it's the middle of the night. And who likes to walk around <laughs> and ride his bike in the middle of the night? Creepy Pete. <laughs> Love so it. he stops and and saves her, helps her get out. He lifts up the sewer lid, pulls her out. Yeah. And they're all happy. And then he's like, why are you guys so scared of me? Right. And they're like, well, because you You're like- fucking terrifying and you only come <laughs> out at night. So and then he goes, I just don't like to be around people. Right. Did we talk about that they find out what happened to dear Johnny? I'm sorry. I guess we didn't really talk uh, about that. It happens that. after this, so that's all right. Oh, right. They talk they to the talk grandma. They talk to Cloris right. Leachman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. So the adults in this movie creep me out. Oh, Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Creep me the fuck out in this movie. They were all just so, like, oblivious and, like, and like no one was really, like, taking care of the kids. Which it is the 70s, so I guess that's kind of the point, though. I know. I just didn't. I think that's the weird feeling I got every time I watch it. It's just, like... These kids have no one protecting them. Yeah, I agree. That's you nailed it because that I I grew up very protected, yeah. but not overprotected. But you know, I was always there was an adult around me pretty much all the time, or at least someone I knew I could call. Yeah, um, or talk to or whatever. And so they're you're right, like this they're fucking riding around in the middle of the night and going into sewers. Yeah, and, and se- seeing and cemeteries and cemeteries yeah. and yeah, and saying yeah, just not yeah. nothing. Um, so they go to Cloris Leachman, who is Sam's grandmother, and they go, "Let's go." So they go because they're like, "She'll know, dear Johnny. She'll know what happened because she was alive during yeah. this time." Yeah. So she reveals that dear Johnny and his mother were murdered in a home robbery gone wrong, home burglary. So they were murdered. They were murdered. Yeah. Um, which was really upsetting. So I guess what they've decided is by they i mean the police that uh there was a burglary in the middle of the night they startled the burglar because they were home and they woke up during the burglary and then they were murdered by this burglar i'm gonna say that word again burglar 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 yeah what a dumb word so that's an intense scene but what was kind of more intense to me this lady literally talks to them for five minutes. This is what made me so uncomfortable. She talks to them for five minutes and she's like, I gotta go. It's bingo. And she yeah. like shoves them out. She like doesn't <laughs> let them finish their tea. Yeah, I know. Did you have thoughts about this? I just, again, I just thought this woman as the grandma is just so not nurturing at all. Yeah, none of them are. Like the grandma doesn't even seem like she likes them very much. No. And I just, I'm just like, why is just all these, these girls, they just aren't treated properly. mm it's very, it's very sad. It's a quite, this is a very intense movie. It, it makes me feel kind of depressed. Yeah. And I just don't really know exactly what it is, but it just makes me feel like, like when I watch it, I'm like, like a lot of these teen movies I watch, I'm like, oh man, I wish that I could go back to being a teenager. Yeah. Oh, this, this movie, I'm like, there's just something so creepy about like where they live and like, there's like nothing like going on and everyone just seems like they're like 
secretly so miserable. The thing is, is I love intense movies. I love intense. I love, I love murder. I love true crime. I love, you know, scary. I love sad. I like really mm-hmm. sad movies that make me cry. But I completely agree with you. Like, there's something about this movie that just kind of like makes me. It's not even sad. It's depressed. Like, there's yeah. just some. There's a feeling about this movie that makes me uncomfortable and depressed. I know, and I love the '70s, but mm-hmm. this movie, I was just like, oh, I'm so glad I wasn't alive then. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I really like the movie. But, no, yeah, it's a great like, movie. It's, that's what's so funny is like I literally I hate watching it, but I, know. I like the movie. I know it's, it's weird. so weird. I know. I totally agree. Okay, it's I'm weird. glad we're on the same page. It's super weird. Um, so at some point. Uh, they go back because they want to go talk to Dear Johnny again, right? They go back where? To the cemetery. Oh, yeah, yeah. To talk to Dear Johnny again. Yeah. Are yes. you at this part? Can I go to this part? Yeah, yeah. I'm like done my notes basically. Okay. So they go to Dear Johnny and um, the only reason I'm bringing this up, I don't have anything to say, but I'm just wrapping this storyline yeah. up. Uh, the, the you know, they all leave and they're satisfied with their seance, I guess, or whatever. And is it Sam or Roberta? I can't remember. One of the brunette girls goes back. Sam. Is it Sam? Yeah. So she she's like, the narrator. Demi oh, that's Moore. right. You're right. Right. Yeah. So she goes, oh, I'll catch up one second. And she goes back to the gravesite because she wants to like do one last moment of silence or whatever. And she sees Creepy Peak because it's the middle of the night. So he's there, obviously. And then she finds out that he's the dad. He's dear Johnny's dad. Yeah, who so sad. found them, I guess. Oh, so sad. I don't know if he found them, but I don't know if that's accurate. But I, I think know. so. That he, sounds right. And the thing that's really upsetting, or why he's so anti-social and anti-whatever, um, is because he he was out at the bar when they got murdered. Oh. He was drinking at the oh. bar. So he feels incredible guilt because he thinks that if he had been there, he could have saved them. Which, guess what? Is intense and sad moment yeah. number 752. <laughs> yeah. Like... Literally everything about this, none of it makes me want to cry. All of it makes me like have a, a heavy heart. I know. It makes me feel like heavy. I know. I agree. Anyway. And it's funny that Sam wouldn't tell the girls until they're 30. Yeah, she tells 30s. them when they're 47. Yeah, that <laughs> he was the dad all along. Yeah, anyway. That's an interesting part. And my last note was, okay, so then ba- we're we're back into um, 95 <laughs> when they're right. old. Right. And... Uh, Chrissy goes into labor. Mm-hmm. They all get in the limo, drive to the hospital. And Demi Moore, who is Sam, who is Captain Cool, is having a fucking anxiety attack. With Her it. outfit is insane. Every th- everything these people wear. <laughs> but go on. Um, I just thought it was funny because she literally has a baby and then they go home. Literally that day, they go up into the trios with a one-day-old baby. Like, how would they have maneuvered that baby up there? They're just I like the same thing. But also, why? Like, just have the conversation on the ground, <laughs> or man. just like go in a living room. <laughs> like, why are you like handing the baby off on yeah. like a tree ladder? <laughs> she was just born. You just fucking nurtured this baby for nine months in your womb, and now you're like, fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm gonna, gonna climb try this and climb up this ladder with my baby <laughs> in my hand. With these people I haven't seen in 15 years, so that we God. can sit on a probably unstable tree yeah, tree house that's probably gonna house. fucking break and my baby will probably die <laughs> oh my god oh man what's your fashion thing the fucking skirt that oh, rosie o'donnell <laughs> is wearing in one scene so she's wearing a skirt this whole time no 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 not the whole time no but it's supposed to be in one, happening in one day oh she fully it? wears multiple clothes oh does she yeah i like that the opening um introduction shot of her as an adult is her loading up her trunk with groceries and then a teenager comes by with a basketball and goes hey roberta and like throws it no she goes like they go like dr smith oh right right she's oh by the way the doctor that delivers the fucking baby at the end but anyway (laughs) and then she like catches the basketball and then she's like maybe later and passes it back i'm like as if this doctor plays basketball with these teenagers in her spare time and is a straight woman Woman. who lives with (laughs) boyfriend yeah. <laughs> oh man i gotta uh, find a picture of the skirt it's okay, hilarious well my fashion fave is probably whatever the hell demi moore is wearing she looks like she should be a vampire or something <laughs> <laughs> or she Dracula. totally does yeah yeah she does look like she's gone to a poetry reading one too many times okay who here's what i want to know i want to know who do you relate to as a child okay like who of the four or who, who of the four girls a child 
Hmm? Do I pick it as me now or as a child? So who did you relate to as a child or 12-year-old? To these 12-year-olds. To these 12-year-olds. Okay. And then who would you actually like want to hang with in the adult versions? That's a really tough question. Okay, so each of the four girls, I mean, much much like, you know, it's a fucking movie. Of course, it's like this. They all demonstrate really strong characteristics mm-hmm. that are very different. And I can relate to all of them in a way, except for Teeny. I cannot relate to that girl in the slightest. The actress girl. Yes. Okay. Because, I mean, I guess for five seconds when I was younger, I wanted to be an actress. Okay. Fine. That's it. That's it. But that didn't last very long. But she's very sexual. She's very curious. She wants to make her boobs bigger. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Um, a large portion of me relates. To, I guess, you know what? The most, I guess, I relate to Roberta, which is Christina Ricci. Yes, I would agree. Slash Rosie O'Donnell. I was a tomboy for a while, and I, I think I related to Roberta as a child the mm-hmm. most. Yeah. I was very shy about my body. I was a tomboy. I was very angry when I got boobs. I didn't go as far as taping them down, but I was not happy about it. Yeah. And, um, and she plays basketball. Though she's quite vulgar and like aggressive and I wasn't that way either. Right. So, but I was, I was kind of that way as Sam that she's a bit quiet. I mean, I wasn't quiet obviously, but I wasn't controversial. Um, confrontational right so i was kind of between the two brunettes um of the four adults i would most like to be friends with freaking roberta because she's taking care of her yeah she's the fucking maternal and she is taste she's like do you want a water do you want a soda let me calm you down i am in control of the situation i Mm. like that because none of the other ones are and she's a doctor so i want to be near doctors at all times because i always have um i'm a bit of a hypochondriac and i like to yeah. Use my friends who know things where I can go, I'm sorry, can I ask you a question? Should my fucking pelvis be on fucking fire right now? <laughs> <laughs> or like, my, am I having appendicitis right now? My, I have a pain. And they're like, no, you're not. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree, think I actually. Like, like her yeah, because Demi Moore is way too depressing to be around. She's way too depressing. And then she loses her shit at the first sight of any yeah. panic. Melanie Griffith just seems kind of annoying. She's incredibly annoying. Chrissy seems annoying. She's like, don't swear. And it's like, okay, we're literally 35 years old. Yeah. 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 She's like, let's, don't swear, but let's climb this ladder with my one day old baby. (laughs) (laughs) Try not to drop her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess you're right. Rosie seems like the most like chill. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Okay. So um, I also have an interesting leo today all right go ahead. so okay I, I was like okay so rita wilson she was in sleepless in seattle with her husband tom hanks mm-hmm. who was in catch me if you can with leo okay mm-hmm. so i was like oh that's good and then i realized while watching it i was like oh my gosh rosie o'donnell was also in sleepless in seattle and i was like oh that's interesting i wonder if they're friends or that's just a coincidence and then i realized gabby hoffman's in sleepless <laughs> in seattle as well there are three actors there has to be a closer relation there has to be always say that no but but how about this maddie how about this instead of saying that every episode how about you actually try to do it once in a while hold on demi i was a demi lovato demi moore is in saint elmo's fire okay well that's gonna get you two connections though yeah exactly okay hold on let me just think for a second we're running out of time here fine how about you how about you promise me that you actually try to beat me next time is Christina Ricci not in something with Leonardo DiCaprio, like, straight on? Not that I know of. You have to go to bed. I have to go to bed. I'm so we tired We all today. have to go to bed. All right, fuck Ed. it. I bet you I'm, like, about to find it, but it's fine. Whatever. Just ask Paul. I know. Paul is the king of Leo, but he, stopped, he has stopped um, challenging me on Twitter. I think he just feels bad that he keeps kicking your ass. I love it. Paul, if you're out there listening still... I love it when you beat me because it makes me feel like like I'm actually doing Six Figures of Leo for a purpose. <laughs> um, some girl actually beat me on Twitter recently. I saw that. For Booksmart, and I was yeah, pretty she happy. Yeah, you kicked your butt. I know. There's one connection for Booksmart, and it was Caitlin Dever is in uh, J. Edgar with Leo. And I, I felt like such an idiot. A scumbag. All right, I can't find anything right now. It's too late. Um, what do you rate this movie, girl? Um, I'm, 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 I'm an eight. Do you want to explain or no? I think it's a good movie. I think it holds up. I think all the stuff is pretty intense. And uh, it still made me feel scared. That's why I had to skip the sewer part. Um, that's about it. Um, I would give it a... I really like this movie, but 
Um, but like I said, I mean, it just makes me feel so heavy. So anyway, I do like it, but I'm going to give it a seven because I don't like the feeling I have when I'm, when I watch it. I like it at the end when okay. I'm done. But that's like what they were trying to do. No, I know. They did a good job. Okay. That's why it's high still. Seven's still good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to defend myself. All right. Anyway, bitch. Um, let's pick next week's. All right. What summer loving movie do you got? Next week, we are going to do a classic. A classic that I've never seen. I have seen. You have seen? I have seen. Oh, wow. Okay. My mother made me watch this. She she was very um, influential in my movie watching as a child. Yes. She made me watch Great. Be Educated Movie Wise. Anyway, we're going to watch the 1961 classic, The Paratramp. Yeah, I've never seen the original Paratrap. Of course, I love the Lindsay Lohan version, but I've never seen this one, so I'm very excited. Me too. Beep, actually, beep, beep. Maddie, I don't know why, but I really enjoy watching old movies with you. Really? I feel like there's some of my favorite ones that we've done together, like Gidget and like... Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I don't know other ones. Ooh, it's got a big chill. Oh, you got a little chill there. Big old chill. Ooh, um, okay, well, there you go. I'm excited for next week. You're excited for next week. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Teenage Dirtbags Podcast with a Z. And on Twitter at Podcast Teenage. Thank you so much to Aesthetic Magazine uh, for partnering with us and to my older brothers. <laughs> Kevin and Eric Smale for making this dream of a intro and exit song. I'm sorry I butchered that, but wow, that's okay. we okay. Yeah, I've been talking it. for a motherfucking long time. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We will see you guys. I always say oh, we'll see you guys. You will hear from us. <laughs> you have to keep that in. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.